I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we will be discussing how to manifest a boyfriend or a girlfriend. We are thrilled to welcome Maddie Summers, a confidence and manifestation coach to the studio to help you guys manifest your perfect partner. Stay tuned to hear all about how Anna did this to manifest her boyfriend. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hello, Anna. I just want to kick off by saying happy one-year anniversary (laughs) with you and Michael. Can you believe it's one year today? Thank you. I know. Do you know what? It's so weird. I reckon like sometimes I feel like I've been with Michael like for as far as I can remember and then other times I'm like, whoa, like we've only been together a year? What? Jeez, I still remember the first time I met Michael and I was saying this guy (laughs) is the sort of boyfriend that Anna needs (laughs) as far as like physical and like like emotional as well intellectual he had it all he had it all didn't he yeah (laughs) but how about you tell us a little bit about your headspace when you met michael where were you at because obviously you'd been single what for like a year a year yeah really yeah jeez well yeah like so i reckon after my breakup Mm. i was just like in a headspace where i was like i need to be single like i don't want a boyfriend i just want to have fun i want to kind of like refine myself obviously like my last relationship before michael was a little bit toxic so i feel like i had developed some like bad habits that i wanted to break some soul searching for (laughs) some some soul searching for sure and then i reckon um nine months after i had been fully single just like not looking for anything serious had kind of seen a few guys was kind of like i'm just like sick of kind of like doing this like in between thing and I kind of got to a point where I was like okay I feel like I'm at a point where I'm open to having a boyfriend like not thinking like it's going to come immediately Mm because I know you just have to get to a point where you're like I'm open and then I'll just see how it goes Mm -hmm. but I actually got in touch with my manifestation coach and kind of spoke it through with her and she was like I think you should manifest this like Um, get a piece of paper and write down what you want, what you're looking for, how you want someone to make you feel. And I was like, you know what? Like there's no harm in doing that. And I've always kind of loved the idea of like having a journal or having a diary and kind of like writing down your thoughts at the moment and then reading it in a few years time and being like, Oh, like that's where I was at at that Something time. Something I want to do a lot more as well, but you just, I just always forget. And well, find we, the time. you know what? We should like write a message to ourselves in a year about the podcast and be like, this is where we want to be in a year. This is where we're at now. We just hit a million listens. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, what do we want to achieve? Because, you know, I feel like that helps you grow. And I feel like once you put it out there to the universe, which I've been taught a lot by my manifestation coach, it kind of like puts it into motion. Yeah, yeah. So 
I, the other day, was looking in my bedroom drawers. I was kind of like clearing stuff out. And I found my manifestation letters that I wrote a year ago wow. about manifesting a boyfriend. So I brought them into the studio and I want to read them to you because I feel like you're going to be like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I, I already am like, what the fuck? Let's see what you... Are you sure you want to read these out? There might be... It might be a bit... <laughs> Let's see what you said. This okay. is... Remind you, this is Anna a year ago. This is me a year ago. So I wrote so, two letters to myself. Okay. The first one I said, like it starts with, read on the 21st of the 4th, 2022. So that was a year later. So I wrote that on my birthday, on my 29th birthday. And I said to myself, open it on my 30th birthday. Okay. Okay. Did you read it on your 30th? No, I forgot about it. Oh, okay. So this is the first time you're reading about it here live. But, but I found it like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, well, I mean, it was my 30th a few months ago. So, I mean, it's, it's not yeah, too far off. Yeah. It all works. Okay, so it says, this is my manifestation letter to myself. I love this. Here we go. To me, happy birthday. You are so blessed with, an, with amazing family, friends and life. Make sure you count your blessings. My birthday wish for the 21st of the 4th, 2022 is to have a tall, driven, kind, empathetic, handsome partner. <laughs> Who worships me and who will be my future husband. For now, enjoy being single and enjoy everything life has to offer. I hope Byron Bay is amazing. Love always, Anna, with a love heart. That's cute. (laughs) That's that's, Well, it happened, I guess. Yeah. So I basically then went to Byron Bay and met this other guy. And I feel like that was the first time I was like open to being serious about someone. And yep. that didn't work out. But then the next person who I met, which was Michael, it ended up working out. Wow. So you reckon writing it on that piece of paper made it come true? Well, it just kind of put like my feelings and thoughts into motion, I guess. You put you it could out say. into the universe. Put yeah. it out to the universe. You did. Then my second letter says... I wrote this on the 1st of the 6th, 2021, and it's titled Future Husband. (laughs) Get ready. Here we go. This one says that I'm looking for a man who is charismatic, kind, loves me, is tall, smart, driven, tanned, makes me laugh, and is well endowed. (laughs) And well endowed for everyone listening at home <laughs> means packing under the belt. Bottom but, heavy. <laughs> but look, you might think like that's asking for a lot, but it wasn't. And I, my dream man soon after came into my life and it's our one year anniversary. And I just want to say to Michael, I love you. You're the best boyfriend ever and I'm excited for what's to come for us. And your destiny came because Anna wrote you down on a piece of paper. <laughs> So your life changed the day Anna wrote that letter to herself. Yeah. And so people come to me and they're like, how did you find this guy? Like, Michael, he's so perfect. You guys just work together. You know, like you're so compatible. And I literally will say, I'm I'm like, I manifested him. And I had a like manifestation coach who helped me do that. So what I decided to do for those people who have been unlucky in love is to bring my manifestation coach into the studio. We have her in here and she is going to tell you how you can manifest your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Let's jump into that. 
Okay, guys, I'd like to welcome to the studio Maddie Summers. She is an actress, a manifestation and confidence coach, and she is helping women out there everywhere find unstoppable confidence and the men of their dreams. Welcome to the show, Maddie. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thanks for coming in. We'd love to hear a bit about manifesting. Tell us about it. What is it? Manifestation is such a big topic, especially (laughs) these days. I feel like, right, it's such like a hype word at the moment and everyone's like oh I've manifested and I'm manifesting it's either everyone's doing it or people feel so separated from it and I feel like there's such a huge chunk of people especially men that are like oh manifestation is just for people that like put toads in cauldrons and ride on broomsticks, you know? <laughs> they just is. feel like it's so woo-woo. Yeah, they do. And so they really separate themselves from it. Or they think that, oh, well, if it's just writing something down in a piece of paper and it comes true, then it's too simple and that's – I don't agree with it. So hopefully today I'll be able to let people know that it's so much more black and white than yeah. people give it credit for. And there are, like, woo-woo elements to manifestation. But at the end of the day – If you really think about it and you break it down into what it is, it's just setting a goal and achieving it and aligning your thoughts, your emotions and your actions to that goal until you get it done. You know, and people are like, oh, it's, it's, you know, floating above the clouds when really it's just so straightforward. Let's get everyone on board because I mean, Matt and I, we are big believers in manifestation, but I know that some people actually don't know what it is. So for the dummies Mm -hmm. out there, not dummies, but like (laughs) people who have never heard of it, can you just give like a super simplistic description Mm -hmm. of what it is to manifest something manifestation isn't something you do it's not an act it's not something that has an off and on switch manifestation is just who you are to the core it's who you show up as and it's who you show up as in the good times and the bad times not just on your highlight reel it's who you show up as when a Karen yells at you on the street or who you show (laughs) up as when you're stuck in traffic or (laughs) you're having a fight with your partner that is what you're manifesting because it's the thoughts you put out, it's the emotions you put out and it's the actions you take. So it's getting really clear on your desire, your manifestation and just aligning your life to that manifestation. And I've done this and I've tried to break it down as simply as I possibly can (laughs) just to take out all the bullshit Mm -hmm. because let me tell you, I am sick of hearing all these wishy-washy like fart out your root chakra until you're floating above the clouds. Like, come on, babe. Like, just give me the facts. Yeah, we want the facts. You know, just make it easy. Let me know what I got to do to get some sugar in my life. Like, that's (laughs) all I want to know. I reckon the first time recently that I manifested something was actually me going on Love Island. Like, Mm -hmm. I fully manifested that. I remember it was like I I still had a boyfriend and I remember saying to him and truly believing it, I I said to him, I was like, if I ever become single, I'm going to go on that show and I'm going to win it. Mm -hmm. And I, and I literally did. And people are like, oh, come on. Like, that's just the chance. That's chance. That's luck. But I was like, no, like I truly believed that if I was single, I was like a great candidate for that show. I believed that I'm such a hopeless romantic that if I found someone on there who I thought I was compatible with, that I could like have a chance of winning it. And I believed it and it happened. So Mm. it does happen. And it's just all about like aligning yourself with, I guess what you truly know. Is that right, Maddie? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, 
manifestation, this is going to sound cheesy and I don't want it to come across that way, but manifestation is an act of self-love because it's trusting yourself. It's having complete faith that you know that you're worthy of and can achieve that goal. Mm. But what would you say to someone that argues the point and rebuttals against manifestation and says, well, I'm a good person, like I'm pretty cheerful and like this happened to me, that was bad. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I got broken into, my house got robbed. Yeah, and... There are two sort of answers to this as well. I mean, a lot of things that happen to you are universal lessons and tests. Sometimes we manifest things that are tragic and traumatic that are not in our control. And these are just those things that happen. If you bring it down to heartbreak, right? And they go, well, I've done all the things I needed to do. I'm a positive person. I put it all out there, but I'm still heartbroken, which happens a lot, right? A lot of clients come to me and they're like, I've done all the things I've needed to do. I've written my list. I put out the good vibes, but I still keep getting caught in this pattern. It's because there is a step to manifestation, which a lot of people do not do and completely disregard which is clearing the blocks, clearing the patterns and going into the shadow work, the limiting belief and knowing that there are residual patterns happening in your life that have been occurring since you were a kid. And these patterns and beliefs that are encoded in your subconscious are having an effect on what you're manifesting without you even realising it. So I guess like if I'm like thinking about this on a relationship term, so you're saying that maybe I've got this guy, I'm in love with him, he's my boyfriend, and then we break up, Mm -hmm. maybe we are breaking up because there's something within him that I've attracted from maybe like trauma when I was younger that I need to kind of get away from. Is that what you're saying? Do you mean that this guy's like a toxic? Toxic guy. Yeah, totally. So this toxic guy could come into your life to teach you a lesson. And I think it's great in that intro that you're talking about. You wrote that list and you had all the intention and then straight after you got a man that did have some toxic qualities, right? Mm. And that is such a perfect example of the universe preparing you for that next person, for that perfect person. Mm. And a lot of people disregard that. It's what we call the manifestation gap. It's when you do your part, you've done all of your steps And the universe has to make sure that you can handle your manifestation. It wants to know that you can handle this next level guy. And in order to make sure that you can handle it, it wants to know that you've learned all the lessons, Mm. that you've been through the shit so that you can be prepared and be in a perfect place to manifest in the right person. And whenever someone's like, I've just done all this manifesting and a huge curveball's come my way. I always laugh and I go, perfect. That means you are so close to your manifestation because this is one last test from the universe. But a lot of people at that point in the manifestation gap give up. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I've done all my part and I've still got another toxic person. Manifestation doesn't work. I quit. I'll continue to date toxic people. Whereas that's actually just one last challenge to make sure that you've learned all the things you need to learn so that you can have that partner. Well, I, I want to ask you a question on behalf of like some of my friends, because I have a lot of friends who are single, mm-hmm. they're trying to manifest these guys and nothing's really happening. Like why aren't they meeting the one? Like what's holding them back? What's stopping the universe from bringing in that perfect guy? Totally. And this is so common. Those women that are like, I've done all that I needed to do. I'm ready. And it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And It's because there are steps in the manifestation process that have just been glazed over. And there is this step-by-step 
process for a reason and it's to get out all of the shit that they need to get out. And just like I said about limiting beliefs, being clear on what you want and having space. Because a lot of the time people can be like, I really want a boyfriend, I really want a boyfriend. And then when I say, okay, well, is there room in your life? Do you have room for date nights? Do you have time? Mm. Are you vulnerable enough right now? Are you open? Are you emotionally ready to handle a boyfriend right now? And a lot of their time they're like, oh, well, I'm a workaholic. You know, I'm really independent, so I push people away. It's those people that are looking to fill the void, right? So they come at love. And I feel like society has been such a hindrance to this as in like, I'm going to find my other half, someone to up that missing puzzle piece, Mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, no, you are a full person looking for another full person to compliment you. And it's those people that are like, oh, well, I'm looking for someone to fill this puzzle piece or fill that void or help me become more vulnerable or help me do this. Those are the people where it's not really coming or when it does, it's not properly aligned to them. Yeah. Mm. So they're rushing into stuff. Yeah, yeah, it all comes back to the self because at the end of the day, you don't attract what you want, you attract who you are, right? And so if you're attracting who you are, you want yourself to be pretty freaking good totally. because otherwise you're attracting someone that's got those missing holes as well, that's not in that right headspace as well. But if you're open and you're vulnerable and you're ready and you are in love with yourself, then you're going to find someone with those same qualities. Oh my God, this is getting juicy. I'm yeah. loving this. <laughs> if I was single and listening to this, I'd be absolutely lapping this up. Would you up. have your notepad right Absolutely, down absolutely. She's like well in doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, Maddie is going to take us through the five steps on how to manifest your boyfriend. So don't go anywhere. This is going to get good. Okay, so let's start with step one on how to manifest the perfect partner. Step one is clarity. So getting really clear on what you want. So this is where the lists come into it, but lists are very controversial. So at the end of the day, we want to say what we want and we want to be clear on that and we want to stand by that. But also we don't want to become so attached to that specific Mm. characteristic or trait that we filter out all of these amazing other guys that could be perfect for you. So you're saying let one of those go for the good of the rest of them? (laughs) Matt's like, do I get 90% if I let go of one? He's like, what's my success rate? Yeah, so what? Like, can you let one of the qualities go just to make up for the rest of them? Yeah, good question. So at the end of the day, it's not about letting one quality go. It's writing a list rather than documenting down physical traits and documenting down, you know, they must work in advertising and be six foot two and have this perfect shade of hair and blah, 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 blah. Instead, list how you want to feel in love. Mm. What do you want to feel when you're in love? And not even how is that person going to make me feel, but how do you want to feel in love? Is this something you thought of when you were manifesting Michael? Um... I just thought of someone who I guess like made me feel safe, happy. I I think I wrote down like lots of qualities, some being physical and some being like Mm -hmm. kindness, empathetic, like all of those things. And I guess when I was writing those things down, I did feel like I was writing down a person who made me feel calm, who wasn't combative, who we weren't going to be like fighting like cat and dog, like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe like other relationships, I guess. Yeah. That was kind of like my thought pattern and hearing you say that, like, yeah, I definitely like imagined like the feeling that I would have with that person. Totally. And that's so important to come back to that feeling. And even if you're like, 
if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't know what type of person I want to, you know, manifest and I don't know what type of partner I want, that's completely fine. How do you want to feel in love? Yeah. How does your higher self feel? Mm-hmm. And just think about that. Break it down. Make it easy. Yeah. Doesn't You don't have to list all these traits. And then when we made that list way back then, way back when, you know, you did list those physical qualities, but I remember we were practicing unattachment, right? We were like, they're a bonus, you know? They're a bonus. They're a bonus, for sure. And Like he's still going to be tall. He's still going to be over (laughs) 6'2", but everything else I'm flexible on. I was about to say, she's not giving that up anytime soon, is she? I do remember that was was a high priority. I could settle for the rest, but that's it. Yeah, 6'2 is a bare minimum. Lucky Michael 6'3". Thank you very much. Not looking past that. Oh, no, sorry, he's 6'4". He'll get annoyed about that. Sorry, (laughs) short kings, but you never stood a chance. Short King. Short King. Sorry. Sorry, mate. You didn't get a look. You didn't literally. make the manifestation cut. Yeah. yeah. Anna's eyes didn't go down there. <laughs> How can you be specific without eliminating potentials? Because, like, when you were saying that, I was thinking about, like, obviously, we've all spoken about our types. Like, Matt's type mm-hmm. is like a brunette with, like, you know, big boobs. My type is like tall, tanned, long hair. But like they're quite specific from both of us. Mm -hmm. But in saying that, I reckon that we were both quite flexible. Like before we met Jen and Michael, we were dating people outside of that kind of realm. Of our looks that we mm -hmm. go for normally, yeah. Yeah, like that's like obviously like optimum and we both somehow ended up with those people. (laughs) But in saying that, like we were also flexible. So Mm -hmm. I guess like flexibility is key and not just being like, if they're not this, this, and this, then I'm not. Yes. I'm not keen. I know a lot of girls that are single, are Jen's friends that are literally, if they don't do this and this, I'm not mm. even looking at them twice. And then I'm like, well, no wonder you're not finding anyone. You're literally sticking to these qualities, which are very rare to find in someone as well. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's yeah, it's practicing that unattachment. You know, you have to be open. And if you're starting dating, I really encourage you to let down that wall and if you are swiping which if you are single in this day and age I 100% think you should be on a dating app absolutely absolutely but we can get into that more later but I really encourage you you know if you're swiping have one or so every now and then that you wouldn't usually swipe and I when used I was to do that. Yeah, yeah. When I was single I would 100% do that because I know my ex who I my first love looks nothing like my current partner and my current partner looks nothing like this guy I had a crush on you know when I was traveling and thank god that I still went for those different types of relationships because I fell madly in love you know and it's so important that we don't put such high expectations on looks because you're filtering out all of these other incredible men that could be perfect for you. Okay Maddie so let's move on to step number two to manifest your boyfriend This is clear the blocks. Can you talk us through that? So clear the blocks is number two. And this is what I was mentioning earlier about sort of the unglamorous side of manifestation. And a lot of people think that manifestation is just all good vibes and put it out there and it's going to come back and, you know, writing lists and vision boards. But really, you have to clear the shit in order to let stuff in. So clear the blocks comes back to limiting beliefs. And if you're not familiar with limiting beliefs, they are 
a thought that has reoccurred so many times that now it is a deep-rooted belief in your subconscious. And these are generally formed between the ages of zero and seven because that's when your brain is like a sponge. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people get these limiting beliefs from family dynamics, from school, um, from friends. And these deep-rooted subconscious beliefs are having such an effect on people's dating lives without them even realising it. And Anna, I know that when we did our coaching together, you had a lot of aha moments in Mm. this session digging up why people tick in certain different ways. And certain limiting beliefs could be For example, if you have a parent that walks out on you at a young age, then you could form the belief that I'm unlovable, that I'm only going to be abandoned in love, which can lead to, you know, jealousy or it could lead to pushing people away, not letting people in, not letting yourself be vulnerable or dating toxic people because you're setting yourself up for someone to just leave you because that's what you're familiar with. You're self-sabotaging as well. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Self-sabotaging, all of these toxic traits. Whenever someone's like, oh, I keep dating the same type of toxic person or I find it really hard to let people in. The first Mm -hmm. thing we'll do is go back into your subconscious and realize, all right, what's happened there? Because there's a deep rooted belief that is driving your actions. This is the step where you should seek guidance from a coach or a therapist, you know, to go back, seek someone professional that you can go back into your subconscious and realise what's been going on in these deep-rooted things because a lot of them can be caused from trauma. So if that is the case, if you're listening, I really encourage you to seek help because it's something that is really apparent in, you know, from coaching so many people through this journey that they've suppressed for so long that is showing up and they go, oh my gosh, I didn't even realise that that trauma from when I was a kid is showing up now in my relationships. Like Mm -hmm. I had no idea. And bringing that all to the surface can be really overwhelming, but it can also be so freaking healing and empowering to be like, okay, this is why I feel the way I do. This is why I'm continuing to stay in these patterns or these thought processes. Mm -hmm. So clearing the blocks is a process of uncovering the shit, taking the box out from under the bed, dusting it off, bringing it all out with love not with judgment and going, I can't believe I think this way, and then rewriting that story, healing that energy, rewriting those beliefs you have about yourself. In saying that, let's move on to step three, the law of attraction, Natty. Mm -hmm. So this is where it does get a little woo-woo. But stay with me because there's still... I'm going to eat you alive. (laughs) (laughs) I can see on your face. You're giving me the side eye. (laughs) Let's see. Let's hear what you got to say. I said I believe in it, but when it goes a bit woo-woo, I'm a bit, yeah. Okay. Well, bear with me because let's see if I can change your opinion because it actually is more scientific than you do give it credit for. Mm -hmm. And if you are a (laughs) non-believer... Look, read Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza and he gives you a really like straight scientific definition of manifestation and how it scientifically works. Um, But alignment and law of attraction, law of vibration. So this is like attracts like, right? So if you were to put anything in the world under a really, really strong microscope, it would be vibrating. You vibrate, I vibrate, the table vibrates, money, um, nature, Every single thing on earth is vibrating at its own individual frequency. And the law of vibration states that things that are vibrating at a similar frequency to yours, you are a magnet to. Mm. So things that are really high vibrational frequency are things like love, joy, wealth, abundance. Things that are low vibrational frequency are things like scarcity, lack, anger, frustration, jealousy. 
right? So we want to raise our vibration and make ourselves feel really good so that we are a magnet to things of a similar vibrational frequency. So I'll give you an example. You know, if you go into a party and there might be two people standing there and they're talking about similar things, they seem very similar, but one of them you just cannot bear to listen to. You're like, oh gosh, I get a really weird vibe from this person. Something Mm. feels off. And the other one, even though they're talking about the same things, you find it really easy to click and connect with them. That's because you're on a different vibrational frequency to that person. And this is why energy is so crucial for dating, right? Mm. Because you're going to tap into people's energy straight away, you know? And if someone's not aligned with you energetically, perfect. It means that they are not aligned with you. But you want to make sure that your energy is at a high frequency Mm -hmm. because maybe they're not matching with your frequency because yours is quite low and theirs is quite high. So if you're wanting to attract more love into your life, you have to be vibrating at a frequency of love, which means how are you showing up in the most loving way that you possibly can? And I don't just mean this in relationships with your significant other. This is with friends, with family. How are you showing up with love writing that email to a work colleague? Mm. How are you showing up with more love, the barista who's making your coffee with a Karen that's yelling at you on the street? How are you showing up in the absolute most loving way that you can? Okay, here's my little tangent that I'm going to go on. What's this? (laughs) Say, is this manifesting? There's this song that Anna and me know, it's a jingle that we sing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were taught by someone this jingle. The checks one. Oh, yeah. This is Nat's ex-girlfriend. She taught us this jingle. What is it? Oh. Checks in the mail. I'm excited. It's called Checks in the okay, Mail. I'm, I'm, so I'm the I audience. I was explaining it to... I was driving up to um, a holiday house with Jen and her twin sister, Nikki, and I was explaining it to him. And I said, I said, it doesn't work unless when you sing it, you like feel it and you know that it's like working, right? Yes, love. So I sang it. We're sitting there the next day having our morning coffee and I got randomly transferred for a job that I did like months before so it was a photo shoot and they used my photo on something and i randomly got a, like a massive check into my yes. bank account and i was like you see it works i feel like for context you need to sing the jingle map for the yeah jingle for go on. i'm so eager dun, to hear dun, 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 this. Dun, dun, dun. and who knows we might get a manifestation come through yeah. okay so i'm not the best singer but it goes checks in the mail checks in the mail all I want to see are checks in the mail. <laughs> and then I literally like sang that literally checks while in driving. The mail. Everybody, checks <laughs> in the mail. Yeah, well, I sang that while driving up the next day I woke up and a job that like pretty much I did yes. and like had gone to bed, it got resold and I got a massive check in my bank account. 100% that is manifestation. So whenever I'm submitting an audition mm-hmm. or an interview, I will stand in front of a mirror, blast my favourite Shawn Mendes song and absolutely <laughs> dance like a, a lunatic, right? So that my energy is moved because energy gets stuck in your body too, right? Yeah. So if you move around and you're moving that energy around and you're also in that high vibe and then I send off that audition, that has gone off with good vibes. That is manifesting. Yeah. And I know before when I was dating, before I would go on a date, I would raise my vibe by singing in the car and, you know, yeah. just letting myself feel good. So the best part of this process is just to feel good and then you're going to manifest great things, which is why getting really clear on how you want to feel from step one is important. Because if in a relationship you want to feel uh, more adventure, perfect. What's a way right now in your life that you can feel more adventurous without a guy? 
Maybe that is, you know, taking yourself on dates or going for this hike that you've always wanted to do. How are you showing up with that vibration already in your life now? And disregard the relationship, disregard the guy. Just show up in a way that makes you feel good now because when your vibe is high, you're going to attract things at that same frequency. And like, yeah, fuck having a boyfriend as well. Like when your vibe is high Mm -hmm. and you're like doing all these things for you as well, you're having a fucking good time. Like before I got into a relationship with Michael, I was like at my highest frequency. You know, I was being spontaneous. I was booking like random flights Mm -hmm. to Byron Bay that I went on for my birthday. And like, you know, I was having a great time. Which is what you wanted in a relationship, right? Someone that would go traveling with you and someone that would book spontaneous flights. And then by doing all of those things, you attracted someone that liked that. I found it. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to manifest this amazing soul lover, but you're swiping douchebags on Tinder, you are not in alignment. If you want to introduce this person that's really open and vulnerable and ready for love, but you're still closed off and you don't show vulnerability with your friends, your family, work, in any other aspect of your life, you are not working in alignment. If you want these really high vibe group of friends, but you're still hanging out with this toxic friend, you are not working in alignment. You have Mm. to shed the layers of your life, trim the fat and let things go that are no longer serving that higher good. Okay. Well, like let's move on to step four, which is embodiment and action. If you want your dream job, are you applying for your dream job? If you want a boyfriend, are you going on the dates? And I don't just mean scrolling on Tinder. Are you actually going on the dates? Mm. Are you saying what you want? If you want this brand new amazing car and you're trying to manifest it have you given it a test drive you know do you know what that car feels like for you in your hands and feels like to drive all of these things you've actually got to take the action you've got to do the thing and the universe needs you to take that action so it knows that you can handle that manifestation all right and our final step which is step five is have faith and surrender and let go Yes. So this is the fifth step, fifth and final. And this is where we leave it up to the universe, right? So you've done all of your steps. Mm -hmm. You've gotten clear on what you want. You've cleared the blocks. You've made sure your vibration is raised. You're feeling good. You've taken the action. Now you have to let go of the when and the how. Because so many women are like, I need to be married at this stage. And when I manifest him, he's going to come into my life on June 7th, 2000, (laughs) you know. Let go of the hen- how and let go of the when. Mm-hmm. Because when you're holding on to those feelings of where is he, where is he, where is he, that's the vibration of I don't like where I am, I'm not a whole person, and that's a vibration of lack bringing you down. You're going to attract more things like that. Oh, she's speaking so much truth. I love it. <laughs> like I'm so into this. Like, everything you're saying, I'm just getting around. Like it's yeah. so true. And I guess like as well, like when you are in that vibration and frequency, you can like start to look a bit desperate. And that's like the vibe we don't want to be putting panic, out there. Right? It's panic, yeah. Totally. And that's not a good representation of the type of relationship you want anyway, mm-hmm. right? You want it to be easy and trustworthy and fun. Yeah. And when you go into it like – is this going to be the person I marry? Is this going to be the father of my children? You know, (laughs) when, when, when that type of energy is only going to push that person if they're perfect for you away because they're not at that vibration. Take the pressure off guys. Yeah. (laughs) Take the pressure off and just let the universe do its thing. Let the universe reach Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, it's been so great having you in here. We have learned so much. We have a segment of our 
podcast called Where's Our Head At? And we want you to answer this week's question since you're the expert. So we're going to jump into that now. Welcome to Where's Our Head At? Where you guys ask us where our heads are at and we answer your questions. This one comes in from Sarah. And she says... I feel like I always attract toxic relationships. Why can't I meet a decent guy for once? I've tried manifesting all month and nothing has come up. I'm saying my affirmations and meditating but still haven't met the right one. What else can I do? Maddie, our confidence coach, our manifester, take it away, girlfriend. Perfect. (laughs) I love this question for a lot of reasons. When she said, Sarah said, I've been manifesting all month. (laughs) Sarah you've been manifesting your whole life manifestation isn't something you can just turn off and on so no keep that in the back of your mind that you are always manifesting and it's your thoughts your feelings and your actions that are manifesting and thinking like oh okay well I've been saying my affirmations I've been doing these things they're all the tools that help you to manifest but when it comes to patterns and getting these toxic men showing up in your life again and again, like I've spoken about, I think you need to go back and realise, okay, what's the story I'm telling myself about love? What's the story I'm telling myself about relationships, about men? And really come back to what's going on in your past and what's going on in the present to make you feel that way. Because that is a limiting belief, right? That's a label of, I keep attracting these men because something deep-rooted is attracting them to me. Yeah. And this isn't ever something to be like, oh, I hate myself. This is something I've done to me. Not at all. This is just a way to, okay, I'm coming back to me and I'm looking inward and come back to the self, which is where it should all begin anyway. And it should all be a form of self-love. Yeah. And knowing that you attract who you are, not what you want. And I guess, as you said before, like take the pressure off. Like you can't manifest for a month and expect to have the love of your life knocking on your door. Like I guess it's more about like being the best version of you and like it will come when it's the right time. Yeah, she needs a little bit of a chill. It will come eventually, <laughs> I feel. Just yeah, well, it is. It's it's that energy, right? It's yeah. like letting go of the when and the how and just yeah. knowing that when your vibration is in check, when you're feeling good, when you've sorted out your beliefs, he's just going to be a magnet to you. So instead of thinking, I'm looking for him, I'm looking for him, look for yourself first because when you're in check, he's going to come to you organically. Yeah. You attract who you are, not what you want. So come back to who you are first. Love that. Maddie... Where can people find you if they want to seek some confidence coaching from you? Yeah, so my Instagram is Madeline Summers Coaching and I'm offering a 12-week program at the moment called the Energetic Abundance Academy and this is private one-on-one coaching. Anna did this course. I loved it. Um, And this is where we go all in. This is for the women that are just sick of being stuck in patterns, sick of the blocks, don't know why their manifestations aren't coming or want that extra confidence and love in their life. So we go all in, we get clear on what you want, we go through the blocks and shift that energy and rewrite your story. Okay, Maddie, thanks so much for coming in. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your five-step process with us. We really appreciate it. As you guys know, we have our live show coming up, so make sure you get tickets. It's selling out fast. Yeah, make sure you get your tickets. We're going to have a very intimate show. You could be a part of the show, so you could be one of our guests. So make sure you get your tickets. <laughs> And remember to give our podcast a five-star review. We are a growing podcast. 
But those reviews really go a long way to get our podcast out to more listeners and more ears. Make sure to tell your friends about us. And until next time, bye. Bye.